We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I'm going to circle back to something we talked about last week because it needs more discussion. George Barna's poll, which shows that the new religion in America is fake Christianity, what he calls moralistic therapeutic deism. And why, when I said this in the Washington Times, all hell breaks loose. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. Today's topic is a bit of a repeat, and you know that if you've been listening to the show over the course of the last week, seven days or so. I've been talking about fake Christianity in the last couple shows. I've referred you to a poll that was conducted by George Barna in February, where he concluded that America's new religion is fake Christianity, something that he calls MTD, an acronym for Moralistic Therapeutic Deism. We talked about that quite a bit last week on this show, but I'm going to circle back today and talk about it again. Why? Because I wrote about this in my weekly column this past weekend in the Washington Times. And the commentary, the responses to the column, are fascinating. They frankly prove Barna's point. They prove my point. America is a biblically illiterate nation. And the, any claim that we still hold to Christianity is a mile wide and an inch deep at best. Our theology has no roots. We don't understand our own creeds. We don't understand our own history. We don't understand our own Bible. We have no knowledge, no understanding of the faith that we think we own for ourselves. America, unfortunately, let me say it this way, Barack Obama was right when he said, America is no longer a Christian nation. And I say that in context. Don't take my words out of context. I disagree with Obama's contention that we never were. I disagree with the Democrats and the progressives who say that we never have been a Christian nation, that our founding fathers were nothing but a bunch of atheists, agnostics, and deists. They weren't Christian. I've covered that on this show. I've shared with you abundant evidence to prove otherwise, that our founding fathers, almost to a person, not everyone, were biblically grounded Christians. Yes, they were from different denominations. Yes, they may have had disagreements, but the core of Christianity, the orthodoxy of Christianity, bound them together, they understood it, and they built this nation upon that solid rock. This argument that they were a bunch of deists and they didn't believe in Christian orthodoxy is nonsense. That's just nonsense. And I've shared with you quotes of the Founding Fathers 
to prove otherwise. But that is something we can't cover in detail again on today's show. Maybe if we need to visit back or circle back to that in a later show, we can. But today I want to talk about this contention by George Barna that we now have a new religion in America. It's called fake Christianity, otherwise known as moralistic therapeutic deism, MTD. I'm going to explain it again And I'm going to set us up for a conversation in the days ahead to review some of the comments with regard to that claim, Barna's claim as well as my own, and how the comments themselves are proof that Barna is right. And how biblically illiterate the critics of this particular perspective are. They prove They prove once again that when progressives become critical, when they start poking a stick in the eye of Christianity, that they're sawing off the very branch upon which they sit. Sorry for mixing my metaphors there. But when they criticize the Bible, they saw off the very branch upon which they sit. It is self-refuting at every turn. They are hypocrites. The progressive critique of Orthodox Christianity is a critique that cannot sustain itself. It is a critique that ends in chaos, anarchy. And chaos and anarchy ultimately lead to what? We've covered this. Despotism and tyranny. When you have the rule of the gang, it won't last long because sooner or later, somebody will step in to control the chaos and the anarchy of the gang. It does not last long. And that's where we are in our cultural debate right now. If we cast aside the binding glue, the cult of culture, and again, when I say cult, I'm not referring to the fake religion of a cult. I'm talking about the root word of culture, the binding glue of culture. The cult of culture must bind it together or there is no culture. And when you cast that aside, you are going to have chaos rather than culture. You're going to have a country without borders, which is no country, You're going to have a nation without nationalism, which is no nation. You're going to have a divided states rather than a united states because there's nothing to hold us together any longer. There's nothing that will bring unity when you start celebrating diversity rather than university, the unity of veritas, the unity of truth, the unity of orthodoxy that binds us together As a people, when you lose that, you no longer are who you claim to be. You just sawed off the very branch that you've been criticizing, not realizing that you were sitting on that branch. It's what gave you the stability to offer the critique in the first place. So I'm going to review MTD, Moralistic Therapeutic Deism, and the Fake Christianity the new religion of America, after we take this break. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to The Rebellion. A couple items of housekeeping before I proceed with the topic. Please remember that if you would like to subscribe to The Rebellion, you can do so by going to patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. That's patreon.com backslash d-r-e-v-e-r-e-t-t-p-i-p-e-r. Please consider doing so. Our listenership is increasing exponentially. 
We're up, we are up, excuse me, we are up to over 21,000 listens per month right now. That's good growth, but we need a lot more. So here's what I need you to do. Number one, please consider subscribing to The Rebellion. Go to patreon.com backslash D-R-E-V-E-R-E-T-T-P-I-P-E-R and you'll see the various different levels of subscription opportunities there. Your support helps support me as I try to do the research and bring you something that's worth listening to on a daily basis. So please consider becoming a subscribing member. Number two, please consider buying my book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. You can get that at any online bookstore. That's Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. And number three, please use the power of social media to the advantage of the rebellion. Upload several of your favorite episodes, maybe this one or maybe others that you've listened to before, and post them on Facebook, on Gab, on MeWe, on Parler, on Twitter. Post these out there on Gitter so that other people see the rebellion and start joining in. You can increase our listenership twofold, threefold, fourfold if you just start posting the rebellion out there in your social media world. That's probably the most important thing you can do. So please consider doing that. Thank you. And by the way, I've mentioned this, but I'm going to remind you again. We have a special guest joining the rebellion this week. I'm going to start doing a series on the definition of Christianity, and I'm going to use Chuck Colson's book, The Faith, as the platform for doing that. I think it's so critical in light of the response I'm getting to this or getting from this column that I wrote on fake Christianity and George Barna's research and his contention that MTD, moral therapeutic deism, is really the religion in America right now. The response is so outstanding or astounding is probably the better word that I feel it's necessary to go back and review the basics to Christianity, Orthodox Christianity, and I'm going to use Chuck Colson's book to do so. But before I do that, we're going to take a break in that series. And for two shows, I'm going to have Michael Knowles of the Michael Knowles show of the Daily Wire as a guest here on The Rebellion. This is a great interview. He is brilliant. He is an outstanding commentator. Many of you already follow him, and after listening to this interview, I think all of you will join in, and you'll start following Michael Knowles. So he will be our guest this week, and then thereafter, I'm going to get back into this issue of Orthodox Christianity. In fact, I shouldn't even say it that way, because he and I touch upon that in great measure, even in the interview. All right, so let's get to today's show. Um, I'm going to have to go through it quickly. So let's just do an overview of what I've already discussed. America's new religion is fake Christianity. Now, this is a contention that's made in the Western Journal, and it was reported in an article there. As you know, I covered it last week, and the article was titled, American Church Has Fallen. Shocking poll shows fake Christianity has supplanted the biblical worldview. Now, the journalist writing for the Western Journal was, is, a woman by the name of Rachel Bratton. So she deserves the credit for much of what I'm going to share with you right now. So 
In the Western Journal, Rachel Bratton writes this, American Christianity has fallen thanks to cultural corrosion. Again, see that word cultural there? Culture, cultural corrosion. The cult that binds us together is corroding. The rust is breaking the car apart, if you will. Thanks to cultural corrosion and a lack of biblical literacy, a new fake Christianity is now being preached within the American church. That's Rachel Bratton. That's her contention. Now let's go into what she actually says. A bit of a repeat, but I want to be very specific so you understand why this is so critical. It's the foundation for why I do this show. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. What is the tagline of this show and why do I say that? It's because when you live in a time of deception, of division, deceit is actually the dividing of truth from falsehood. It is claiming that something is true when it's really a lie. Deception is the division of the unity of veritas. In times of universal deceit, and we surely live in those times, truth is the only rebellion left. Truth is the only thing that will bring us back together. Truth is the only thing that will save us. If there's anything worth fighting for, rebelling against the cultural trends, the unraveling of the United States, of the biblical worldview. And no, I'm not claiming those are one and the same, but I am claiming that the United States is built upon that biblical worldview. So don't start accusing me of equating the United States with Christianity. I did not say that. What I'm saying is that the United States was united at one time because of Christianity. So back to Rachel Bratton. This counterfeit religion is moralistic therapeutic deism, a worldview that has quickly gained prominence and given many Americans a theology that looks nothing like historical Christianity despite what they claim. That's her quote. One more time. This counterfeit religion is moralistic therapeutic deism, and it is a worldview that has gained prominence and given many Americans a theology that looks nothing like historical Christianity, despite what they claim. And then she goes on to cite the recent work of George Barna, who, as I said last week, conducted a February survey that showed what he called MTD, moralistic therapeutic deism, or a watered-down, feel-good, fake Christianity, to use his words. He says that it's the most popular worldview in the United States today. Here's more from Barna. Christianity in this nation is rotting from the inside out. MTD is essentially what I would call fake Christianity because it has some Christian elements in it, but it is not really biblical. It is not really Christian. Close quote, George Barna. So let's go back over again. What is MTD exactly? What is moralistic therapeutic deism? Well, according to Barna, it's this, and I quote, The moralistic perspective is we're here to be good people and to try to do good. The therapeutic aspect is everything is supposed to be geared to making me feel good about myself, ultimately to make me happy. Now, the deism is the idea that God created the world and has no direct involvement in it any longer. That's what deism believes. It believes in God, 
that he did wind up the clock, if you will, but then he set the clock down and he just stepped away and he lets it tick of its own accord. That's deism. So basically, according to MTD, there is a distant God, yes, there is one, who just wants everyone to be nice and the purpose of life is to be happy. American Christians who have adopted this philosophy, says Barna, elevate personal definitions of right and wrong above any objective standard of truth, like the Bible. They elevate personal definitions of right and wrong. They elevate the subjective, the existential, your personal feelings about any objective standard of truth above the facts, facts such as are represented in the Bible. That's Barna's contention. So there you have it. That's the definition of MTD, moralistic therapeutic deism. So the contention here is that Americans, excuse me, America's religion is no longer that of the apostles, the faith that was once and for all entrusted to the saints. The Bible says that in Jude verse 3. So America's religion is no longer that of the apostles, the faith that was once and for all entrusted to the saints, nor is our nation's guiding ethos that of our founding fathers, who were Christian, as demonstrated in this quote from Patrick Henry, it cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians. Not on religions, but on what? The gospel of Jesus Christ. Close quote, Patrick Henry. The faith that motivates Americans today is not the singular faith proclaimed by John Wesley, who said you must be singular or be damned. The way to hell has nothing singular in it. The way to heaven has singularity written all over it. You must be singular or be damned. John Wesley's point was this. The Christian message is singularly focused. One more time. Singularly focused. You must be singular or be damned. It's not a multiplicity of ideas. It's a singular message focused on who? Jesus Christ and his redemptive work. As described to us, not through your feelings, but through the facts of Scripture. So the faith that motivates America is not the singular faith proclaimed by John Wesley. Or is it the confident faith of St. Paul who said this, that Christ died for our sins, that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures? It's not the creedal conviction of the early church. We've talked about the creeds. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. There's more to the creed. I don't have time to go through it right now, but you get my point. What is America's faith today? Is it the singular faith of John Wesley? Is it the confident faith of St. Paul? Is it the creedal conviction of the early church? No, says Barna, and Barna's right. The contemporary church's faith isn't even one that's anchored in the bold exclusivity of Jesus himself. Don't tell me that Jesus was all-inclusive. Don't tell me that he was the kumbaya group hug uh, blue ribbon ribbon winner. (laughs) Okay, He wasn't the blue ribbon winner of the group hug. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. 
I am the life, and no one, no one, no one, I repeat, no one comes to the Father but through me. That's a pretty exclusive claim, isn't it? No, America's new religion isn't anything this stable, this historical, this enduring, this deep, or this true. No, once again, I say no. It's rather a syncretistic amalgamation of Bobby McFerrin and BLM, a sad solipsism of don't worry, be happy, as we celebrate the queering of all that ails us. Now, Bratton goes on in her article and says this, Moralistic therapeutic deism distorts the God of the Bible in an attempt to make him bless all the dissipations and vanities of the modern world. That's a great quote. Barna adds this, MTD is one of those models that says, you got to live in the moment. This is all you've got, and you've got to make the most of it. In other words, don't worry, be happy. Eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow you will die. So, Bratton says, it makes sense that Christians who embrace MTD are hesitant to be the salt in the culture that we're supposed to be. How can anyone pass judgment if everyone's just trying to be happy? And don't tell me Jesus told us not to judge. When he said, judge not lest he be judged, he then told us how to judge. He wasn't saying don't judge. He was saying that when you do, be prepared to be judged by the same standard that you use to judge others. If he didn't intend for us to judge, why did he then tell us in the next few sentences, by their fruit you shall know them? That's clearly a statement, a teaching on how to judge rightly. So, What Bratton is saying is that how can you be the salt to culture if you're hesitant to make any judgments and the only sin that you see is getting in the way, standing in the way of someone else's personal truth. That's why so many are siding with neo-Marxists like Black Lives Matter and LGBTQ. Both of them are neo-Marxist movements, by the way. That's why so many listen to the loudest voice on either side. That's why we seem to be led by the screaming woke mob. That's why we seem to promote sin under the guise of loving everyone. I quoted Frank Turek last week, and I want to quote him again. Because this show is the summary. Hopefully a better summary, a tighter summary a clearer summary of everything I said last week than what I said last week. That's why I'm doing it. Frank Turek, Christian apologist, great guy. Some people call themselves progressive Christians when they're neither progressive nor Christian because they disagree with Jesus on several significant issues. They disagree with Jesus on sex. They disagree with Jesus on the Bible. They disagree with Jesus on heaven and hell. They disagree with Jesus on his atonement. So why would they call themselves a Christian? Close quote, Frank Turek. The Piper paraphrase, please stop calling yourself a Christian if you don't believe in Christianity. Followers of Christ have forgotten that Jesus didn't come to tell people to be nice. His message has always been a stumbling block. 
And this is especially hard for 21st century Americans to accept. That's a quote from Bratton in her column. One more time, followers of Christ have always, have always known that the message of Christ is a stumbling block. But it appears that those who pretend to be followers of Christ today have forgotten that Jesus didn't come to tell us to be nice. Find that Bible passage for me, will you? Where Jesus says, hey, the, the reason I came, the reason I'm going through all this is to just tell you to be nice people. Where does he say that? This appears to be especially hard for us to understand in America today, contends Bratton. And she's right. The message of Jesus is one of confession, not counseling and not comfort. One more time. This is me right now. This is not Bratton. This is not Barna. This is my view. I'm going to close the show with this. The message of Jesus is one of confession. The message of Jesus is one of confession, not counseling and not your comfort or mine. And today's Christians would do well, and I put Christians in quotation marks if you want to know. Today's Christians would do well to remember that he's the one, Jesus is the one who said that ignoring this, those ignoring this will be cast out and trampled underfoot. One more time, this is the take home. The message of Jesus is one of confession. It is not one of counseling and it is not one of comfort, yours or mine or anyone else's. And if we claim to be Christians today, we would do well to remember that Jesus is the one who said that those ignoring this fact will be the ones who are cast out and trampled underfoot. When the salt loses its savor, when you become milk toast, when you become affirming and emergent and inclusive, rather than holding tightly to the exclusive message of Christ, the truth of Christ and the truth of Scripture, the primacy of Jesus Christ, the priority of Scripture, the pursuit of truth and the practice of wisdom, the four pillars of the biblical worldview, when you become milk toast and embrace moralistic therapeutic deism, you're embracing nothing but a fake Christianity that is not at all the message of Christ, the apostles, our founding fathers, or the creedal church. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. And remember this, in times of universal deceit, and if we don't live in those times, I don't know where those times are. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only deception left.